In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, the word imposter, so to be an imposter, means one who passes himself off as someone they are not. So again, I'll repeat that. The definition of an imposter means one who passes himself off as someone that they really are not. And I'd like to share a story with you of somebody who was an imposter, a recent story, less than 30 years ago. So back in 1995, there was this 26-year-old guy. This is a a real story. 26-year-old man by the name of of Nick Leeson. So Nick Leeson was a rising star in the trading industry. And so he started working for a very popular bank that was in business for about 233, 233 years called Barings Bank. And so he worked there um, uh, for, for, for many years. And early in his new position, this young guy, 25, 26 years old, early in his new position, Nick made a mistake. He made a mistake at work. And rather than owning up to his mistake, he started to do something the complete opposite. He started to make, uh, he started to make false documents, false statements, financial statements. He started to mislead auditors into thinking that there was no problem. He did everything in his power to just make sure that everything was okay, just thinking that it's all just going to go away. A few years later, his web of lies started to get untangled. And he cost the bank, because of his lies, $1.3 billion. This business, this bank that's been around for 233 years, went bankrupt and they ended up selling the bank to another company by the name of ING for $1.25. And so 1,200 people lost their job. 1,200 people lost their job. And not because of a small error, but because Nick was an imposter. He was an imposter. He tried to continue to control his, his, his false story. If I keep pretending to be someone that I'm not, they'll never find out. If I continue to hide things, then I'll get away with it. Because he was afraid of people finding out who he really was. That he was not as talented and as gifted as he wanted people to think that he was. In today's gospel, we hear hear about St. John the Baptist. He's the opposite of an imposter. St. John the Baptist, at this point in the gospel, it's kind of important to, to understand. St. John, uh, John the Baptist, in this part, portion of the gospel, we have to remember that he's gaining a lot of momentum. He's very influential. People are looking up to him. People are coming to him. Romans are coming up to him. Jews are coming up to him. People want to be baptized by him. He was the first, uh, we could say he was the first uh, uh, a real prophet that the Jews had seen in hundreds of years. So people are really attracted to who St. John the Baptist is. They're coming to him and they want to hear from him and they can't get enough. They want to convert their lives and give their lives to Jesus. And again, after Jesus, he is the most single, most important person in this point of the gospel that we heard about today. So after Jesus, we would say that he was the most influential person in Israel at this point. But St. John the Baptist knew who he he was and who he was not. He didn't pretend to be an imposter. St. John the Baptist knew who he was and who he was not, which prevented him from being an imposter and instead becoming a great saint. Brothers and sisters, being an imposter prevents us from getting to heaven, from becoming saints. And St. John the Baptist did not fall into this temptation. Although he was popular, although people were coming up to him, he did not pretend to be somebody that he was not. 
He made it very clear of who he was. Throughout the Bible, St. John the Baptist became very comfortable with three words. I am not. I am not. We heard in today's gospel, these three, his favorite words, we could say, we heard in today's gospel, he said, I am not the Messiah, but that I was sent before him. Again, popular, people are talking about him, everyone's coming to see him. Maybe he could have been an imposter for a little bit and gained more momentum, more followers, this and that. I am not the Messiah. Also, we heard him say today, I am not the groom. I am the best man. A couple of weeks ago, we've been hearing about St. John the Baptist. This is the third week we've been hearing about St. John the Baptist. A couple of weeks ago, he said, I am not the message. He is the message. I am the messenger. He also said a few weeks ago, I am not the word, but I'm the voice. St. John the Baptist knew who he was and who he was not. He did not pretend to be somebody that he wasn't. He was not an imposter. And as Catholics, brothers and sisters, as people, followers of Jesus, we have to be less like Nick Leeson and more like St. John the Baptist. We can't live in constant fear of the truth of who we really are and pretending to be someone we're really not. We fall into this trap. We know the truth about ourselves, and we wonder how long is it going to take for somebody to really figure me out? People will say things, right? People can come up to us and say to me, Father, you're a great priest. You're the best priest. Or people can come up to you and say, you're the best Catholic. You're the best mom. Your marriage is perfect. You're the best boss. And we just wonder, like, how long until they figure us out? We start to fall into this trap of being imposters, pretending to be people that we're really not. And that's a trap, brothers and sisters. There's so much pressure to maintain this false image, and we fear that it's only a matter of time until they figure us out, and that I'm not going to be who they think I am. And that's terrifying. People are going to realize on social media, I'm not as cool as I am in person. It's so difficult and terrifying when we start to come to the conclusion, people are going to figure me out, that I'm just weak, that I'm just not perfect, that I don't have it all together. And that's terrifying to allow people to see that side of us. We fear that. So we remain and we become imposters to just keep up this false image. There's something that we all suffer with, and it's called impression management. Impression management. Impression management is where we have to manage how people see us and perceive us. Constantly. We don't even realize we're doing this. We're just managing how people see us and perceive us, see us and perceive us. And, and it's terrifying to keep up with it. It's exhausting to keep up with it. We control how they see us by controlling what they see. I'll post this on social media. I won't post this on social media. I'm going to wear this. I'm not going to wear that. I have to look like this. I won't look like that. We control how they see us by controlling who they see. I don't want them to see this weak, imperfect person. We control what they think by wearing whatever mask we think will help us the most. We're constantly putting on a mask and taking off a mask. Putting on a mask and taking off a mask. 
We are trapped because I am an imposter. I feel they will know who I am not. We fear the truth, so we continue to lie about who we are and live a life of an imposter. And brothers and sisters, that's no way to live. As I said, that's exhausting. St. Francis de Sales said, Do not let people become friends with the masks that you wear, because then they will be friends with the mask and not you. How many people really know us? Our imperfections, we don't have it all together, and that's okay. I just want to talk about maybe some points of how to overcome this impression management, continuously managing my impression in front of people. How do we overcome this impression management and stop being imposters, being who we really are as sons and daughters of God? That Jesus came into this world for non-perfect people who don't have it all together. Because that's true freedom. Number one, I would just say, don't be afraid to ask for help. If Nick Leeson would have asked for help or just admitted to his mistake, maybe he wouldn't have ended up in the mess that he ended up in and costing the company to go bankrupt and all those people to lose their jobs. Right? We should never be afraid to ask for help. It's okay to ask God for help. Sometimes we just think, I ask God, I ask God, I pray for God, I pray God, help me, help me, help me. But God is saying also, what about asking others for help? That God can work through other people for help. No, 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 God, I, I, I don't want people to see my true self, my, my real brokenness. I just want you to take care of it. And what's taking you so long? So it's okay to ask God, to ask God for help, but others, before things get out of hand. And we shouldn't be afraid of the three words, I am not. I am not doing well in my marriage. I need help. I am not doing well with my mental health. I need help. I am not doing well with this addictive behavior. I need help, God, and I need help from others. I need to be honest. I need to be open. I need to speak up. I'm not doing well in my classes. Rather than cheating, I need help. I'm not doing well with this business deadline that's coming up from my company that I work for. I need help. To be a Christian is to say, I need help, rather than being an imposter. Praying to God and asking other people for help doesn't make us weak, it makes us human. This is what we are. We're human beings. We don't have to pretend that we got it all together. This impression management. To ask for help does not mean I am weak. It means I'm human, and I should get used to that. Second thing, besides don't be afraid to ask for help, it's, it's okay to not be an expert on everything. Sometimes we want to be the expert on everything, and we're not, and that's okay. We all have different gifts, we all have different talents, and God works that way. God doesn't give everybody the same gifts and talents. God gives us all different gifts and talents so I can depend on other people. And through the body of Christ as one body, we can all work together. I don't have to be the expert in every single thing. And oftentimes we want to pretend we want to be the expert. We want to be loved and we want to be liked and we want to be accepted. We want to be seen. We want to be known. It's not how it works. It's not how it works because that's what imposters do. 
It's okay to say, I am not an expert on this matter. Maybe you should talk to so-and-so. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe you should talk to so-and-so. It's good for us to admit we're not the experts at everything. Because, brothers and sisters, that's true freedom. When we talk about Jesus coming into this world to save us, to give us freedom, to be able to say with freedom that I'm living in Jesus Christ, that He is my Lord, He's my Savior, I can say, I don't know. That's freedom. Not, I do know. I know, I know, I know. True freedom is to be able to say, I'm not sure. I can find out. Maybe you can talk to this person. So number one, don't be afraid to ask for help. Number two, it's okay to not be an expert on everything. And the last point I'll make is be cons- we should be more concerned with God's impression of me rather than the impression of other people. Brothers and sisters, we will never satisfy other people and their impressions of us. We will never meet everybody's expectations. So if we keep trying to meet every single person's expectations, we will be destroyed. So to be concerned, we should not be concerned of what other people's impressions of us, but we should be more concerned of God's impression of us. And to drive this final point home, I'm just going to end with this quote from St. Mother Teresa, which confirms that impression management is useless and God's impression of us is all that matters in the end. So I'll just end with this. Her quote, People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of, of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyways. If you're successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyways. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find peace and happiness, some may be jealous. Be peaceful anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. On your judgment day, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. So brothers and sisters, let's just sit here for a moment and make that free, life-changing decision. Lord, I'm done with this impression management. I am not you. You, God, are God. And I give my life to you today. I recommit myself to you today. I surrender everything to you today, Lord. Because without you, I'm nothing. Amen?